Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Imano. I'm Oluwani Femi. I'm Chimgozri. I'm Bolu. And I'm Oganerumu. Yeah, so how are we doing? How was our weekend? So, hope we had fun. <laughs> well, I can't say I had fun. It's oh, what happened? I, I went shopping. Okay, I thought you were shopping. just eating anyhow. No, <laughs> so I wish shopping. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the entire weekend watching K dramas. Oh, ew! That's <laughs> ew. He's elite. That's for people who have this. Please. Are you kidding oh, me? Boy. I'm not kidding you. Okay, so in the midst of the whole Wala Nigeria, you guys are watching. Of course, I mean our uh, president is on vacation. Why won't I be on vacation as well? Mm. Oh, okay, but you know why all this is going on? Nigerian telcos have disconnected millions of people. True. Yes, on the Yeah, so in April, April 4, the NCC told that is the Nigerian Communication Commission told um, all the telcos to deactivate people that have not connected their names. So they did that as at that point they disconnected 72 million subscribers. 72 million. Yep. Okay. We thought that they was never going to come. <laughs> I I was one of the people with coconut heads that yes. did not connect. Yes. Nigerians well don't do things until the last minute. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you are saying I'm in Nigeria. Okay, I'm in Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> I know in Nigeria. <laughs> well, so uh MTN alone had 19 million subscribers of that 72 million. Mm. And so they released their financial reports recently. That was I think April 29th. And mm-hmm. uh, in the report, they said that they had reconnected of that 19 million, they reconnected 1.2 million. But okay. out of the 19 million, 8.7 million people actually sent their names. So okay. basically, the problem now is people are sending in their names to be reconnected, but they can't reconnect them. What's the issue exactly? The issue is NIMSI's portal is. What's NIMSI? NIMSI is the um, national. Identity Management Commission. So NIMSI's portal is down. Not necessarily down, but it's having issues reconnecting or should I say verifying the number of people that need to be verified. Well, uh, they, they, why did it take them this long to admit that? Because when there was a rush for people to reconnect their sims in that first week when people were disconnected, even those that have linked their NIN identification number with their Sim, yeah. were still deactivated yes. on the basis of that they were not verified. Mm, verification mm-hmm. issues. So they were not admitting. I spoke with one of their staff. Then they were not admitting it was an um, an error on their end. It just felt they just said these numbers were not verified. Why should I verify my number when I've linked it to my sim already? Mm. Well, <laughs> from all indications, I think the issue is coming from NIMSI. There's, there's yeah. no way they can excuse any of this. I mean, yes, so why should Nigerians suffer for that? It's actually not the first time their portal is down because I think it happened last year when people were trying to renew and get new passports. Earlier and this year too. Yes, so the portal was down. <laughs> Funny enough, NIMSI actually released a, a an official statement saying that that's that is so this was between them and the nigerian immigration service so they told the nigerian immigration service to find alternative channels to verify <laughs> and i'm what, like what is that alternative what, channel? yourself what alternative channels do you, you want to connect to federal safety commission how do you want me to connect to an alternative channel you are the central body in quotes so why For, am i using to manage identity alternative channels 
It doesn't make any sense to me yet. It doesn't. Now, when they tell them to make use of quality Nigerian talent, software engineers, like we are churning out talent to the, old, to the rest of the world, and you can't use them for this. These are basic stuff. Hmm. If you, if, you hire, if you hire quality talent, will you owe them? <laughs> they, will carry your, they will carry your source code and you wake up one morning, you can't even log into your email. Wow. Yeah, talk, are you talking from experience? Not from experience, but you know, it's something that happens. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't understand what's wrong with Nipsey's website. I mean, they are using a standard tech stack, PHP, and okay, let's not even go that. Let's not even go that way. But in the midst of all this, right, the telcos were hearing that they want to increase their tariffs. What's going on there, Nifemi? So, the a letter was okay. A letter got to the press, right? How? And well, somebody leaked it. To the, <laughs> somebody <laughs> leaked it to the press. So it was a letter between Alting, that's Association of Licensed Telecommunication Operators of Nigeria, it's like a, an umbrella body for all telcos operating in Nigeria. So they wrote to their licensing, which is NCC. That is Nigerian Communications Commission. That with the things that are going on, because even if you've gone to the market recently as a Nigerian, mm. somebody would have told you that the price of what you want to buy has increased because the price of diesel has increased, mm-hmm. right? And everybody is feeling it. Everybody, Tech Point is feeling it. I can tell you that we are all feeling it. Yes, <laughs> everybody is feeling it. So. And Auto is feeling it, and so they, they reached out to NCC. And what do we do about this? Our staff also are in this system, right? And they have to pay for all these things that are being inflated. Then they were surprised when the letter got out to the press. <laughs> you showed <laughs> them. It's not supposed to be a conversation with the people. With in fact, people are not, users are not supposed to know about this planned increase, this 40% increase, which means that if you were sending SMS for 4 Naira before it will increase to like 5.6 Naira, mm. right, by SMS. It looks small, but on the cumulative, is something that is big. You get, but it's not supposed to get out here. It's supposed to be a conversation between SEC and Alton, and they were supposed to reach a consensus on what information to get out um, to the press. And yes, yeah, so we we spoke to the um, head of operations for Alton for the umbrella for telcos in Nigeria, mm, the person of Bolawa Wunuga, and he explained. While this has to be. The equipment are standard. The equipment we are using in Nigeria is the same we are using all over the world. You know, mm. the, the process of operation is not different. They said that Nigeria is unique, there is no power. Mm. So it depends purely and solely on the diesel. You may say in other, in other clients they have power. But in our own jurisdiction, Nigeria, we don't have power. So we work solely on uh, diesel 24-7. So the whole national diesel for you, that is epileptic. <laughs> so you want if they take uh, power for like 10 times a day, so we should continue to trip off our test time. Mm. It doesn't look like that. Mm. 
I think I think he raised valid points, and for the first time, I'm feeling for them for telcos like if yeah, they for the first time now. seriously for the first time they've been dragging these issues since since I became very very familiar with tech. Yes, mm. I, I get they've been they've been clamoring for increase in tariffs, tariff, but now the basis for it now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody can feel it. Yes, mm. so I can feel it when they say they want to increase the tariff now. Though it might not be very nice, but at least we will be able to bear with them. If they when they increase the tariff because of increasing VAT, I wasn't really happy with it. You mm. get because. Well, I can relate, but I can't relate. But this, <laughs> I can actually relate. You guess so. Then, given my own reaction, one would expect that the licensing body, that is NCC, would also like understand what is going on. But it was reported also that NCC reacted to the leaked letter, right? And they were like, "No, you cannot increase the tariff," which Awonuga said was not so. Yeah, they didn't say they are against it. They can't be against the NCC isolated from the issue around the country. That they, are, they have to follow the due process. You know, maybe go through for some study. The NCC cannot say they are against it. So, it's the reality that is dawning on everyone. So. so, but NCC could possibly be isolated from... Okay, let's not go there. We did mitigate the cost for them. You get, yes, we know that this is an argument that's been going on for long. Mm-hmm. But there's no part of their conversation, as NCC said, they will mitigate cost for them. All they just do is give the order. Mm-hmm. You get. So there's no how. I don't know if I, I agree with me. NCC can say NCC can say no. You can't increase the tariff with the reality that everyone can see. Yeah, yeah, that's quite understandable. But my issue is, even when this whole thing is like resolved on one side, you still have to tackle issues with vandalization. People go to all these base stations and destroy their equipment. Yeah. They, they are taxed on several levels, right? Multiple levels, both official and unofficial. Mm-hmm. So state government still tax them. State I government. Yes, local government does and Manila government does. So, 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 <laughs> Omon, okay. I'd, if you are not a Yoruba person, how do you explain Omonila? If any, Omonila are just they are they are unlicensed, but they are collecting taxes. That is how I can explain them. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> but, collecting taxes. Yes, but but you can't deny them of the taxes. They are unlicensed, but they are collecting taxes. Chingu, mm. you said louds. Don't let pressure here. You louds. Yeah, call louds. Oh, louds. Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so I, sorry. I found that in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that in case you, you in case you didn't learn anything today, you just louds. probably learned it now. It's louds, yeah. not louds. Mm. What did you? Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one, and uh, it's shocking, it's surprising, and it's not surprising at the same time. Uh, issues with connectivity does it it reverberates around Africa, and anytime big tech companies are trying to introduce anything, I'm always thinking, okay, how do Africans fit in? How does it affect Africans? So there's a story that Google or YouTube is about to phase out YouTube Go. It's supposedly a product for low-end phones. Does anyone? Okay, Bolu Afa. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. uh-uh. Don't do that. See, this year, <laughs> coming. The, I think it's iPhone 14 that's coming out next, right? Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 leave it there. Oh, so okay. Okay. I believe in Bolu's ministry. Bolu is single money. So. Okay, let, I should not mention your brand at all. Let's not mention. Mm. Them. Okay, so but Chingozim, you have something for us about this. Okay. 
Um, so if you if you used low end devices a few years back, you may have had to use okay, let's say iTel. So I think it was pre-installed in most iTel phones. So YouTube Go is a stripped down version of YouTube that was like uh, more data conscious. Okay, you could download um, videos to watch offline based on like the worst quality possible and then watch it provided you have data every 30 days. Actually, it's still, in, it's still being used, but there are plans to phase it out by August 2022. So as the last count, it had over 500 million downloads and it was originally built for emerging markets india nigeria and most parts of africa even all parts of africa so the idea is that with it you could download videos but unlike the main youtube app you couldn't comment you couldn't post and you couldn't like interact with the video so it was just basically you consuming content mm. and the idea was okay if you can't use the main youtube app because you have connectivity issues and you can use this one so now they are phasing it out and they basically it's because it has served this purpose okay. youtube is saying that um, they've improved the main app to the point where even with low internet connections or bad internet connection you can still use the main app mm. so from august you're not going to be able to access youtube if you still have it on your phone so youtube is also saying that they want more people to come on the mainstream youtube and i don't know this might this might be me being cynical but i just think it's part of a move to increase the ad revenue for youtube because you do, ads are not shown on youtube go oh interesting uh, ads you're not shown on youtube go. it's just videos so you just okay. download and then watch so now they have to make sure that they make some more money and they also say you can create so that maybe you could probably start a youtube career or something I don't know. So, oh okay i think recently they're focusing so much on creators right and, yes and somewhere else tiktok is also doing something for creators yeah so so tiktok is trying to monetize the platform so if you use tiktok by the way i finally set up a tiktok account today Ooh, because I am trying to like understand the platform the way it works because I think that I, I think TikTok has probably done more for most creators than maybe any platform that I can think of in recent times. So I mean musicians have had their music go viral. Mm-hmm. And yeah. up to this point it has been really let's say difficult for TikTok to monetize it. So you just keep on watching 30 second one minute videos. The, one, the moment this one is gone, you're scrolling up and then you just keep on consuming content. So yeah, you've been drawn into the rabbit hole, right? Yeah, so I've been using it without an account, which is funny. So with, okay. without an account, at some point, I'll just get tired and I'll log off. But I don't know how people who use it regularly feel. But the idea is that they, they start placing ads with the top 4% of TikTok users. So even though they are bringing ads, it's still not for everybody. I think this, you have to have about 100,000 followers which before you can qualify so the problem now i see here is that short videos are really hard to monetize within 30 seconds where do you want to place an ad tiktok videos are getting longer now yeah yeah i saw that you can also make videos for up to 10 minutes Mm -hmm. but i don't know if the i guess the the earlier for most users was just you can you could consume content in very very short is as short as an ad Mm -hmm. so you could advertise stuff 
within 30 seconds and you're done. But now, if I have to watch a 10-minute video, I, I might as well just stay on YouTube. Well, mm. I think doesn't YouTube have short ads? There's also YouTube shorts, okay. which YouTube is using to compete with TikTok. these guys. So you see, main, you have a main YouTube channel and then you like cut snippets of mm-hmm. your content and then you put it on YouTube shorts. So bring them to the main Yeah, channel. to bring them to your main channel. So it's perfect for ads. But I don't know how TikTok can successfully monetize that. So you know the way creators creatively orchestrated these days, right? Mm-hmm. That 30 seconds video itself yeah. would be an ad. Yeah, yeah. You probably won't notice mm-hmm. outright. So I don't know if you've watched some of these skit makers like Mr. Macaroni or yeah. uh, Tauma. They, an entire skit video is essentially an ad yeah. trying to promote a brand, but they weave a storyline around whatever they're trying to yeah, do in yeah. that short period of time. So maybe in 30 seconds, you can maybe, sh- let's say rant like La Sisi, 30 seconds, and mm-hmm. talk about people that don't chew more very well. <laughs> <laughs> Then use it to advertise one of these toothpaste guys that treat people with sensitive teeth. Mm, well, you, you, so the thing is, this is more for TikTok yes. than the creators. The creators Because creators have been complaining that compared to YouTube, they don't make as much money. Okay. So someone had like over 100 million views and he was making less than $15,000. Okay. On YouTube, you're probably going to make close to $100,000 with the same number of views. And now this is not for comparison because obviously YouTube videos are longer, TikTok videos are so short. So mm-hmm. how do you... So, okay, fine. Let's say creators now increase the length of their content mm-hmm. for five minutes. Doesn't how do you fit in... A 30 minute ad. No, no it's not like it's impossible. Does it have to be a 30 minute ad? I know okay. Okay. you okay. should do five, ten. Okay, both has all those five second ads that you play you before YouTube put. videos and all of that. So well, they can do like that, that, but I do not know how because, mm. yeah, I, I get the issue at on like the, I get what you're trying to point out, right? But I feel somehow, both on the creator end, right, mm. from external brands, they can yeah. make it work. And from so what you are saying is TikTok will be introducing internal ads. Yes, yes the way yes. it was. Maybe you watch the ad before you watch the 30 second clip. Mm. Okay. For five seconds. I, 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 okay. Creators will find a way to adapt. As long as it's going to bring them and revenue. Uh, well, as you know, going to share. As long as they're going to share with, with TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, I think yeah. that yes, they are actually to supposed to share. But then the thing is, uh, I'm looking at it this way, and um, so creators do not really so let's say youtube for example they make most of their money outside ad revenues ad revenues is like a it's not like a significant part mm-hmm. so a lot of them make money from either selling their own products mm-hmm. or selling sorry or sponsorships mm-hmm. yeah so brands, yeah. with that they can they also do the same thing with um, tiktok, TikTok right. because with tiktok you can just make a very short video advertising your product link people back to the landing page or something and then you keep on selling but now i have to i don't know i just think that they might be pushed back from the creators because they are already complaining that from your ad revenues they're not making as much mm-hmm. so now you're basically going to cut into the time that their own consumers have to watch and this is at the time when everybody so there's a youtube creators fund there's a tiktok creators fund and mm-hmm. youtube's fund is significantly larger than tiktok mm. okay so, so in the whole thing i'm wondering Okay, because I know in YouTube, you African YouTubers probably earn less than yeah, foreign definitely. YouTubers. So 
Now let's just let's zoom out a bit to this one of the biggest talking points in recent times, right? Elon Musk's plans for Twitter. So, uh, how do Africans fit into these plans? That's what is inside my mind now. Yeah, very important conversation. So, Bolu, you have some information for us. Yes, yeah. So, according to the New York Times, there was a pitch deck that Elon Musk presented to Twitter investors. The article came out on Friday, and it detailed some of the ways Elon Musk, you know, actually plans to grow Twitter, grow its uh, user base, grow finances, and you know, it's Elon Musk, and always <laughs> <laughs> you can be sure that he has very high expectations for Twitter. Some of the plans he has are big. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. Okay, so um. He plans to increase Twitter revenue to $24.6 billion by 2028. And okay. for context, Twitter made about $5 billion last year, which is the highest since the past four years, Okay, according to microtrends. And that's really massive. And he also plans to reduce the amount Twitter makes from ads. Like reduce it by 45%, which is very significant. Then shift it to what? Yes, he wants to. He wants the revenue to come from other parts, uh, such as subscriptions, payments, rather than ads. Mm. And then you also have to consider that ad ads made up 90% of Twitter's revenue in 2020. Okay. So doing this. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to pay to use Twitter. Using Twitter in its current free state is usually a chore for me sometimes. <laughs> so paying for Twitter. Okay, let's let's hear it out. Let's hear it out. Okay, so one of the subscription services they have now is Twitter Blue, okay. which is two dollars ninety nine cents a month, and in Naira that's about one thousand two hundred and forty one Naira. So. Emmanuel will be willing to pay 1,241 Naira for Twitter. Monthly? Yes. 1,000? 1,241 Naira. For Twitter. Does to own a Twitter account or what? Yeah. They are going to use my Twitter account if I don't. No, 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 no. No. Let's let's just say it has more perks than the. Than what I'm currently. Than what what you are currently. Like what? Did did they mention anything? Well, um, Twitter Blue for now enables you to edit. You can edit tweet with Twitter Blue. Yes. Okay. So I, I I don't know the other perks you know Twitter Blue has. It has not really caught on that much, but for me, I I can see people from other parts of the world, such as um, the US and more developed countries, paying for this. But I don't really see how Africans we know the uh, socioeconomic realities we have in Africa. So I don't really see. Um, the incentive for Africans to really pay, to really pay for using Twitter, and and that's just not you know all of his uh, really elaborate plans for Twitter. He also wants to increase Twitter users by over 900 million by 2028, and currently Twitter has 300 million users. Mm. Okay, so yeah, I I get the whole lofty plans, the whole. <laughs> bringing ad revenue down, increasing subscriptions. Mm-hmm. But I struggle to see how Africans were really fitting in. Yeah. Netflix at its core entertainment. Yes. We are still <laughs> dividing passwords between 10 to 12 well, people. Twitter for Africans is actually entertainment. 
It's entertainment. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Than Instagram. The violence that you see there, do you get it any other place? Everybody <laughs> wants violence. Man, everybody does you. We are Nigerians. Why is no, it that that's... We have that to be honest. Violence, violence is interesting. It sells. I mean... They do I, violence on Instagram, Instablogger. I beg you. Those nah. ones, it's too difficult for you to find the violence. Like, Twitter, you go straight to the point. So, but the problem with Twitter violence is you guys don't tag people with your chests. You now mm. have to be wondering... Mm, this person, who, this person... Who, who are, are you referring to? You're, you're giving prophecy, right? No, no. People. So, but in, the, in its current state, I would rather just be looking at the screenshots on WhatsApp. If you don't follow the violence on Twitter, you f- it will find its way to your WhatsApp. It finds its way to your WhatsApp status. So funny enough, it doesn't so find its way to mine. Go and check go your and, contacts. Go change your contact or <laughs> if I, if I my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> so but another uh critical point I wanted to point out is so in recent years, right, Twitter has been this so important platform. Like yes, the whole violence aside, we've yeah. been using it to mobilize for yeah. different social movements, right? Bring back our guests, Occupy Nigeria. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. So, answers to those uh, major hashtags that became very, very huge realities in Nigeria and in Africa. I mean, wrote a story in 2019, hashtags to reality. We are going to link to that in the description. But if Twitter now becomes the exclusive reserve of some people, or some people are able to enjoy Twitter more than others, what does it mean for us Africans in a society where our governments can arbitrarily shut the internet at will, mm. shut social media, shut, shut, shut down everything that any room for their citizens to come and question them? So what does that mean for that part of African Twitter? Okay, so I think even with Elon Musk's lofty plans for Twitter, mm. I think... Yeah, the amount of things that are really within his control are still quite limited, especially when it comes to the African uh, side of things. Mm. Because he's saying you now have free speech does not mean your yeah. government can still not knock down your door at 12 a.m. Mm. That's that free speech. That <laughs> why do you even define free speech? But let's okay continue what you're saying. <laughs> yes. So because he's saying there's free speech now, you know where you are, you know where you live, and you write something on Twitter. Elon Musk is <laughs> not going to come and save you. <laughs> 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 now that's funny. It's true. Of course, can't it's, save you. Yes. He's, he will not come and say no. I'm getting the US, Ukraine exactly. vibe. Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. You didn't so, need to go And there. then <laughs> you also need to look at it from from the other side of the government now. Like what happened last year when Twitter was banned uh, by the Nigerian government because Twitter took down a particular post that the um, Nigerian president made. So. With what Elon Musk is advocating for right now, that means that will never have happened. That that won't happen again. Mm. If well, any president of any country says anything on Twitter, it stands. How sure are you? How mm? sure are you? By that the way, is Trump, what Trump is in court now, trying to get back on Twitter. Oh, because cool. I think <laughs> people made reference to Trump getting kicked out of out of Twitter. Yeah. And people are saying, okay, now that Elon Musk is saying, okay, there will be free speech, that means what happened then would not have happened. Trump will be free to say whatever he wants to say. Because according to Elon Musk, he said free speech means that people you don't like will say what you don't like. And you live with it. Yes, you yeah. just have to <laughs> chaos You two say your own. <laughs> Basically, chaos that's what it everywhere. means. Okay. 
Can we just can we just look at the business case for Twitter in Africa? So it's uh, not like is, is there an existing business case for Twitter in Africa? So no, one, that's the only part that really concerns us. A, I mean, there's a point that I want to make now. Okay. When there was a Twitter ban, you st- mm. we started seeing a lot of ads on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. From other countries. Because yes. you are mm. using VPN. Yes. yes. So, but before then, I you don't remember that ads from Nigeria. Well, to be African fair, brand. you won't you won't see it because you. Okay, you, for example, I, I guess you are using maybe say you are using uh, a VPN and you no, and you are connected started, to Germany. Before we started using the VPN, we don't usually are you see ads. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, you are saying even after the ban, mm-hmm. you now started seeing more ads. Is that what so you're saying? So even now that you are seeing more ads, so you could scroll. Let's say you scroll through Twitter for like five minutes, you probably find like two ads. Contrast that with Facebook, where you see ads everywhere, and from what you said. Musk doesn't want ads to be the major revenue source yeah. for Twitter. So, how does that affect us as Africans? We've already said, can you pay a thousand naira plus to? And that's like that's just me. I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm just you. But I'm, I, I was looking at the numbers, and the country with the highest number of Twitter followers is Egypt, yes. in oh. Africa, with just wow. five million people. In fact, wow. Africans make up just four. 4.24% okay. of total Twitter users. Okay, so we shouldn't even be caring about whatever yeah. Twitter does with I think we should not care because they have to find a way to get more users on Twitter. So there's no Twitter light, for example. Mm. It's not like Facebook that found a way to maybe compress what yeah, you call it. Yeah, it's stripped uh, down version of the main Facebook account. Yeah. yeah, so if you don't do that, how do you get more people to use Twitter? And I think, like we just pointed out earlier, Twitter is actually important because it's been at the center of a lot of political movements. It's gotten more prominent when it comes to political circles. Mm-hmm. But we live in a place where you make all your noise on Twitter and That's it's almost it. like you're wasting your time. Answers mm. comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Now we are seeing... This is like election season or getting to election season in mm. Nigeria, and a lot of people are using their platforms to mobilize so called voters and all. But how does that affect us in Africa? Creators are not even making money off Twitter, for example. So, how do you sell a subscription service to me, even mm. though I have the money? I already have a YouTube premium sub. So, so, how many subs? Basically, you are saying we just wasted our saliva for the past few minutes talking about Twitter. No, creators are not making money off Twitter. How much are they? Like, let's okay, compare it okay, to Instagram, um, for example, or YouTube. Like, YouTube ad revenues are bad for Africans, but you can't say that they are not completely making money. You can't say that no, because of course. okay, there are some that use Twitter that like Twitter Twitter influencers that use Twitter to make money they do ads for brands they do this they're making money off twitter mm. some of them are just twitter influencers. they don't even have instagram and all the other um, social media so you can't categorically see that mm. they are not making money off okay. no uh, so i'm not saying that they're not making money but like how many are they okay we don't have the numbers to actually confirm any of this right but the main question is should africans really care about the Musk and twitter because we are really we are always in the middle of several conversations right yeah. so if Elon Musk has a plan to increase users, Africa is probably a place to look at. Yeah. Good. So that is that. But the question is, if they are not going to be solely ad-based and want to introduce premium features, will Africans care? That's, you didn't uh, hear it from our mouth, <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, thanks for listening. If you're listening up to this point, thanks for listening. And we're about to... Let's <laughs> 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 to start fight. But yeah. Just let us know what you think, right? If telcos increase their tariffs by 40% or more, 
are you going to have time for Twitter? Will you be able to afford Twitter? Mm. Maybe YouTube, YouTube says they are more optimized for poor network connection. So maybe you can still manage YouTube. So, but <laughs> a lot of things are going on and uh, mm-hmm. we'd like to hear what you think. You can tweet at us with the hashtag TechPointAfricaPodcast or you can email us at TechPodcast at TechPoint.Africa. And uh, if you are listening to us for the first time or you've been listening to us for the past few episodes, where else can we find this podcast? Where can you listen to the podcast? Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and anywhere else you get your podcast. So. All right. Anywhere else you get your podcast. So, yeah. Anything else? Anything else? Did we miss anything else? Nope. And on that note, we are joined this. Come your way, same time. Same station. Same station. This week. This week. <laughs> this week. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.